This is the story of two indispensable military surgeons. They had the army over a barrel. But did they take advantage of it? Yes. MASH, a motion picture that raises some important moral questions. And then it drops them. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. <laughs> our podcast is a gift from Megan and Tierney. <laughs> Unto an unsuspecting world that didn't know they needed it. <laughs> so, MASH Minute is a movies by minutes podcast, which means we're going to study it one minute at a time. That does not mean we're going to do one minute long episodes. No, I've had to explain that to so many people. I don't... Who thinks that's a thing? Why would that be a thing? Nobody wants that. People (laughs) have been amazed that this whole minute by minute thing is a thing in itself. And is now crazy. Like, if you go to moviesbyminutes.com, there are over a hundred I know. Which is insane. It's insane. Uh, So we're going to talk about the 1970 Robert Altman film, M.A.S.H. Because Robert Altman. You know, actually, the more I research this, the less I like Robert Altman. Like, I don't hate Robert Altman. I don't hate him, but there's times where I'm like, Joe is what brought me to the movie. Also, it's really good. And his main complaint about it, I don't think is valid. (laughs) Which was what? It was too sappy or something? No, he claims it's racist. The show is racist? Yes, the show is racist because it's showing a war against East Asians. Every week in your living room, East Asians are the enemy. But the whole Korean conflict was against Koreans. Okay, Robert Altman. telling you what Robert Altman said in his director's commentary on the film M.A.S.H. (laughs) Now, he said many lovely things, not about the TV show, that I very much enjoyed. I guess it's his baby, right? You can't... Yeah, and and I got to watch all the special features, and uh, Ingo Preminger, I believe is how you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. his accent is a delight, and he calls Robert Altman a pussycat at one point. <laughs> And I just... Oh, I need to, it, I need to watch the special features then. It oh. made me real happy. <laughs> and uh, there's definitely, I'll call out, some of them have behind-the-scenes footage of a party with Donald Sutherland and Elliot Gould and all their 70s glory just being like, guess we're doing this. <sighs> so it, I'm not saying that it was not worth my time to study these things and listen to Robert Altman and... and it definitely gave me some insight into it. I'm just saying, I don't ki- like. I was reading interviews with him in the '70s, and it's just—it's the same way people talk about Hemingway, and it bums me out because I like some of their creative output, and I like that they are a creative person who are able to create the things they wanted to. That's great. That's wonderful. I don't give a crap if they smoke marijuana and drink a lot. Don't drink for breakfast. It's bad for you. It does not... Being being slightly overweight and drinking for breakfast doesn't make you a genius. No, if anything, <laughs> it seems very method acting for the film, right? <laughs> or writing in Key West. I just... It's not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> 
It came out January 25th, 1970. It was definitely January 1970 that it had its New York premiere because it snowed. And they were convinced no one was going to show up. And Altman was very pleasantly surprised that there was a line to get in. Yay! Because it had good buzz from the preview screenings, which everyone thought were going to go terribly. And hey, it turns out 1970 was a good time to make a anti-war farce with a lot of juvenile humor in it. It's it's about Korea, right? Question mark? <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Join us in minute four. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're just going to get into it minute by minute. We're going to talk about behind-the-scenes stuff. We're going to ask hypothetical questions, like, would Jackie Kennedy have slept with any of the characters in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's 1970, actually. We can ask that question differently, but would Jackie O have slept with any of the actors in this movie? Hmm... See, you never wondered that before, but now you're thinking about it. Nice you're thinking. welcome. <laughs> uh, really quickly, you said the TV show brought you to this movie. Uh, yes, it did. <laughs> I know this story, but let's pretend for podcasting purposes that I don't. You don't know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. Who are you? Who Why are you I? in my ears? Why am I in your ears? Because I went to grad school, which was a crazy idea, and I met Tyranny. <laughs> And uh, we bonded over our love of MASH, the television show. Yes, um, we did. Yes, we, we brought, did. we both brought MASH DVDs to grad school <laughs> in 2009. Eight. Eight. And that so, says something. go us. Go us. Like, wait, you like MASH too? Wait, you lugged this into your dorm room as well? <laughs> wait, you aren't my parents' age? I love you. Will you be my best friend Will now? Will you be my best friend now? So I got into the TV show because I was on vacation in England and in a London hotel room turned on the TV and it was the season three opener and it was fantastic. And I was like, and my mom turned to me, maybe she like, maybe we came in the room and like she was taking a shower or something and she came back into the room and I was like, mom, what is this? What is this beautiful, magical, wonderful British show I've discovered? And she looked at the screen and she was like, you've got it. <laughs> she's like that's, that's mash <laughs> it's a thing <laughs> why why is this happening for being like five or six and home sick from school and turning on channel 56 in boston when it used to be like not long before it was the cw or whatever it is now and the wb or wb oh i'm sorry excuse me or upn or whatever it was or whatever 38 was and seeing mash and just thinking not getting why they were operating basically in tents and thinking why would adults watch this and this is the dumbest show ever and then fast forward to like oh you know in college and my sister is watching fx when it was a television network that only showed mash and cops <laughs> and married with children and whatever crappy b fox movies they still had rights to they would just show stuff in like two three hour blocks so every half hour i was hearing the mash theme song and i finally was like what the heck is my sister watching and sort of barged into a room and got sucked in and discovered I liked it and kind of got why she was watching it for three hours at a time. <laughs> That's, so I, I was already <laughs> you know. a MASH fan, but, my, but junior year, 
I would go home straight from school and watch MASH for two hours. Because I was a really cool kid with a happening social life. In retrospect, I probably (laughs) was having a depressive episode because I gave up drama and softball and I wasn't doing anything. And I just went home and watched MASH. And then by the time that was over, it was dinner time. And that was like a year of my life. (laughs) Probably around that junior year was when my dad said, well, have you seen the movie? And rented it from Blockbuster. We're dating ourselves. Blockbuster! I still have a car. I, I, I found Mike's recently, my husband's. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what my first impression was of the movie. I, I, I thought it sucked, to be honest. <laughs> Many years ago. I was like, well, because I, after I watched the TV show, I read the book. And then I saw okay. the movie. Okay. So I kind of maybe did it backwards-ish, right? Because the book came, book came out first, and then there was movie, and then there was a TV show. So I did it almost backwards, but... Yeah. I, uh, I think I liked it okay. I was forewarned, and I think that makes a big difference. My dad was mm. like, it's very black humor. See, I, I was, was like, that's fine, that's fine, I don't care. And then his thing was, and I, other people have said this too, that they get bored. That it yeah. feels like it drags on and on. And my dad was always like, I love when the football game starts because I know that's the last thing before the end. I just didn't have the connection to it. Elliot Gould meant nothing to me. At that Now, I met him at the same thing I met Sally Kellerman at, and he was delightful. But I I just knew Donald Sutherland from Animal House. Like, that was my only in at that point. I don't even know if I'd seen Animal House at that point. I might have. Oh. I, I mean, I, I adored that movie. I drive by the now abandoned animal house frat <laughs> every day but i'd go to work but. i uh i had an animal house poster up on my walls in high school and i mentioned that to someone recently and the shock on his face was like should i not have done that <laughs> um but then he sang the theme song and it was hilarious it was all so good was like all good yeah yeah, him off the cuff being like, nah, 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 I love nah, nah. Animal House. I love Animal House. Anyway. Uh, can we claim that as, like, continuity? Because the, we had said that we were going to do the MASH movie and then maybe move on to this, you know, if we built an audience. Right. And assuming our children allow us <laughs> to continue, we would go on and do episode by episode. But should we just claim that Animal House is a prequel to MASH? Ooh. I mean, it's that math. It doesn't work. It could be a sequel where like they recap, you know how sometimes the the sequel is a different story, but it's still in the same universe. So it's still considered a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we like this plan. I just love Animal House. (laughs) Yeah. So in addition to walking into (laughs) Megan's room and seeing MASH DVDs and being like, Oh my god, wait, who is this person? <laughs> she must become my friend. Now. Oh, and she's handing me a drink. I love it here, and I will never leave. <laughs> Alright, so, we have a lot in common, and one of them is the love of the 60s, and that is why we are like, oh, let's do animal house. Let's do animal um, house. But first we're going to do MASH. But first we're going to do MASH. <laughs> and it's going to be great, because I actually do like a lot of scenes. I... I shouldn't say I like them more. I find them way more interesting. Like, I find Elliot Gould so much more interesting after watching this minute by minute. 
like there are things he's doing his performance that I never picked up on that I will comment on because I have feelings. <laughs> um, so I have done two movies by minute podcasts before. I did Return to Oz, Return to Oz Minute, and I did The Never Ending Story uh, as part of The Never Ending Minute, which I still need to go over the sequels with Thomas at some point. <laughs> Oopsie. Because it's never ending. Exactly. Dun dun dun. Keep that feed open, folks. I I had a ton of fun doing them. They were movies from my childhood, though. Which matches very. I I watched a lot of movies too young, but not that too young. And so it was very different looking at a movie that holds a place in my heart. Like Mash is huge to me. My thirtieth birthday party was Mash themed, but I could look at it without those rose-colored glasses. And that was really interesting to me. Um, and Megan, you are a newcomer to hosting. Woohoo. Thank you for guesting. Did you enjoy the part where I'm like, you should guest on my podcast blatantly so that I know if you have things installed on your computer before we start <laughs> our program? No, it was fun. Even though I'm still <laughs> convinced that there were some weird 80s drugs going on at Disney Studios. <laughs> And I don't think you're wrong. I'm probably not wrong. <laughs> and what I hear, I mean, the 80s were a good time. The 70s were also a good time. And the 60s were an even better time. <laughs> so this movie was filmed in 1969. The summer of... Love. 69. Wasn't that 70? 67 was the summer of love, Oh, right? was it? Oh, I should know these things. I'm I'm yeah. a bad history major right now. Whoops. We've been out of school for a while. It's not our fault. Also, we're librarians. We don't need to know the answer. We just need to know where to find the answer. Thank you, bum, Alan Smith. Bum, bum, bum. As <laughs> like the one other librarian who also listens to our podcast, who also went to Simmons Gist List, will totally get that reference and be like, yes, Alan Smith. <laughs> and everyone else right now is going, what is Megan talking about? Kissless, kissless, kissless. <laughs> um, nineteen sixty-seven was the summer of love. Woo-hoo. So you were right, and I was wrong. I'm so smart, but that's okay. <laughs> it's all good. So yeah, this movie filmed during nineteen sixty-nine. I have some really fun trivia about things that happened that summer that are in this movie i love it but i don't want to spoil it that's just a teaser you'll have to listen to find out (laughs) yeah it'll be good times i've already thought of a couple drops i want to put in and i I managed to get it up so that one third of our guests are female yay which is a really sad or no they're not out there the ratio is now three to one oh okay (laughs) Which sadly is an accomplishment <laughs> because, Reasons. well, we'll discuss feminism when we get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> Join Megan and I on weekdays starting Tuesday, June 25th, 2019. For more information, go to mashminute.com.